Stop. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, Block Talk Radio in the world? It's Vinny. We are working on a few technical glitches here. But uh, I'll be back at you in just a second. We're going to rock now tonight as always. Back at you. Behind the eight ball, the only show for four. God, it's been that long. Over four glorious years that tells it the way it is, not the way you always heard it should be. And I think I got that Carly Simon song quote right this time. I've been doing it for four years. Um, this is going to be an incredible show tonight. Um, as Sarah Michelle Geller said in the movie Cruel Intentions, I don't. Um, should I say the word? I don't. I'll say it. I'll say it differently. As Sarah Michelle Geller said so succinctly in the movie *Cruel Intentions*, I don't screw losers, and Vinny don't book them either. So tonight, I went out and got the best of the best when it comes to this subject matter, which is speaking. And a lot of you guys have this twisted. You know, we're all looking for that one-way ticket to fame, fortune, and glory. And it's always this dream, and you know what I think of dreams? That's something you do when you sleep. So I got a guy out there who I think is the best of the best. There's a lot of peeps out there that do this. You got James Malinchek and so forth. He ain't on the show. I got the guy who's on the show because he's the best. So before we get started, I got to make sure you guys all can hear him. I hope this isn't going to be one of those shows kind of like the one with Caliban where we couldn't hear. I'm going to put JP on first. Make sure we can hear him. Hold on a second. JP. Are you? Yeah. All right. That's a lot better, bro. Good dude. Yeah, you sounded like you were in a phone booth in El Segundo on that. Uh, I have a lot of people. I ban people from using Magic Jack. I had so many shows <laughs> that got screwed up with Magic Jack that they ought to get rid of the patent on it. And then uh, I, did a, I did a really fun show with Caliban Darklock, but I could barely hear him. It was just we couldn't get the get the uh, sound to work on his end. So charge cell phone or landline seems to work best on BTR. But uh, anyway, I just want to – I'm not going to spend a long time setting up your bio. It's on the show page. Uh, as everybody knows, um, I have a history of uh, booking people that often, including the late, great Jim Straw, don't even do interviews. So if I tell you – this guy knows his shit. He knows his shit. Trust me on this. This is one of the the predominant experts in the speaking business. And I want to get a couple things just cleared up with my listeners, and then I'm going to hand it over to JP. Um, I know a lot of you guys think 
speaking, the, the words pop in your mind, guys like Tony Robbins or Zig Ziglar, uh, you know, doing the speech about selling the kettle to the Walton family. Uh, it's not just about that. That's a motivational speaker, et cetera. There are so many niche organizations out there right now looking for speakers. It's incredible. I got an email today from an organization called the American Dowsing Society. I don't even know what the hell it is, so I had to look it up. Apparently, it's people that use coat hangers to find water. And they actually have an association and actually have speakers. So, you know, a lot of you who are in the IM world um, that have knowledge in a niche subject or product need to build a speech around that. Those of you who have a speech in your head about a subject you're passionate about, don't think it has to be this catch-all something for everyone. Um, much like the so-called, you know, quote-unquote, niche marketing um, in the IM world, there are a lot of niches uh, in terms of associations out there. That's one of the things I'll get into with JP because he's spoken to, I mean, I, I'm, that's one of the questions I'm going to ask him uh, later on. How do you make the transition from talking to guys like in the air conditioning business and then switching over to cheerleaders or something like that? Um, it, it's fascinating. Um, this is going to be a really, really good show. Um, this guy gets paid a lot of money to do this, guys. He usually does webinars with offers. The fact he's doing it, do not discount the fact that you're getting free information tonight. Anybody knows my show knows I'm not just altruistic. I am legitimately interested in this subject. Um, as it's, many of you know, after I got through with my cancer treatment, I had some issues with a few marketers, basically told them to go fuck themselves, and pretty much got myself blacklisted from the business. Um, because I kept it real, and uh, that pretty much forced me to take a product that I had and implement it rather than selling it. Isn't that a nice change? Um, we currently have uh, about 127 businesses on page one of Google, and actually it taught me something. It was actually rather liberating, and um, and that is, you know, when the shit hits the fan, you, you can sit there and you can cry about it, whine about it, and beg and cry and say, please push my stuff. Or you can go out and, you know, take concerted action in the marketplace and do something. And that's what I did with that. Uh, having done this radio show and have you know, and that's the other thing I want to say real quick. Uh, guys, the numbers are off the chain. We're, we're getting over 2,500 listeners, uh, up to 3,000 now. When I started the show three years ago, I think we started out with, like, I think the first show 346 i thought that was a pretty good number now we're getting incredible numbers from all countries i want to give a shout out to all my peeps in australia new zealand i got a ton of you out there i love you guys and uh anybody out there can use this information um i'm really really excited about it tonight jp maroney is a badass entrepreneur who is much like myself seeing the good the bad the ugly I'm not going to spend a lot of time again on his bio. It's there if you want to read it. But I just want to thank him for taking time because I don't know if you're a drinker, but if you are, you probably got a big fat hangover because I know you were in Orlando with uh, <laughs> uh, one of the events. So go ahead and give us some information. If you want to just give us a little intro about yourself, feel free. And then I want you to tell people why, especially these IMers selling $4 eBooks on why hummingbirds hum, why they need to get the hell out of that and start getting into speaking. Oh, man. You know, I, it was funny because at the event this weekend, I had a lot of guys come up to me and they're like, 
you're this big ticket guy, you're this big ticket guy, you're this big ticket guy, and the word has apparently gotten out that I don't really jack around with little products, but um, the speaking thing has for a long time been not a business per se, but a mechanism for moving a lot of product and building our brand and building our influence. And, uh, you know, my mentor asked me many, many years ago, he said, JP, what would you rather do, sell people one at a time or get them all in one room and sell them at the same time? And that made a lot of sense to me. And, uh, you know, he never looked back. That's sort of like shooting fish in the barrel. Uh, Yeah, it's a lot like shooting fish in the barrel. It's interesting you say that. Um, I know that when I did, one of the things I do is video marketing, and um, it, uh, it's a little trick I do. I think I Facebooked you about it. I basically get the business ranked number one before I even contact them. And once they're setting up sure. their page one with a video, we contact them. But I went ahead and I brought in my model slash girlfriend, Danny, and we actually did it at the Chamber of Commerce. And we had, threw, had everybody throw the business cards right in the fishbowl. I started pulling cards right out. We would shoot video testimonials right there at the Chamber. And the wonderful thing about that was uh, the three or four that we did right there, we we obviously got them ranked because it's, you know, I, there's a few tricks, but it's a simple, it's a, you know, I laid it all out in the product, but I, I don't sell the product, I actually do it. And um, the funny thing was the residual effects that came off that because we were getting calls for days for can, you, can we do it? Because, you know, once somebody, you know, it's like that uh, – Lemmings mentality. Once somebody's up on page one, everybody wants to be there as well. So it was a great way to get a bunch of business people all in the same room. It was interactive and it was a lot of fun. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it, 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 it's it's a mechanism. So I was thinking about this as we were getting ready for this show. I was thinking mm-hmm. about all of the different types of guys that I have taught this business to, and. You know, obviously a lot of them are info marketers, authors, speakers, coaches, consultants, and stuff. But a lot of the guys that have come across and trained under me have been Main Street business owners that, like chiropractors and jewelers sure. and financial planners and, like, anything that you sell, I don't care what business you're in, if it's Internet marketing related or if it's very um, – seemingly mundane like bulldozers or something, Right. Uh, there is a group of people out there that are gathering and trying to get better at what they do, and you can get in front of those people and share your message with them. And so that's that's really the exciting part is it's not it's not just for somebody that, quote, wants to be in the speaking business. Exactly. It's for someone that has a message that can impact others and that they could potentially monetize either through fees or through product sales or through selling whatever existing service. Like you, you used a great example. Your video marketing services mm-hmm. is a perfect thing to get in front. If you do, you know, you get 200 small business owners in a room and do what you did, which was results in advance, showing them exactly how you do it. And that was one of, one of the things that I did years ago. Um, I, I did one little seminar. I had 43 people in the room. I sold $110,000 in coaching in that one room with a 67-minute speech. It was and incredible. I, how much for the? Could you yeah, tell people which, how much you got paid yeah, for the who, speech? Who in their right mind would ever think that that was possible? <laughs> but but the, what I did was not only did I speak during that time, but I stopped and I did kind of a version of what you do with the videos. Mm-hmm. I actually brought people up, put them in a hot seat, and did coaching with them in front of everybody, so that people in the room could see what it was like to be in that environment. A live demo. And that yeah. and that's exactly what you're doing with the videos. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
It's great, and and I think um, what and that, and that, that's really you really hit on it because to be honest with you, I hear a lot of people they think speaking, and then the word Tony Robbins pops in their head or Zig right. Ziglar. And what I've been trying to tell my listeners, I got a guy over in Mongolia that does these tours for ten thousand um, dollars. It's a real intense thing. I got another guy who's in EFT, which don't even ask me what the hell that is, but it's a kind of a form of chiropractor. Uh, I, I couldn't explain it to you, but it's it's, it's pretty, alternative it's, medicine. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But he's got it down pat. And the point of the matter is, um, I talked to Jim about this show, and I said, Jim, you're an expert on this. I said, instead of trying to push this necessarily you know, through the Internet marketing channels, you need to get yourself up in front of, of people that actually are interested, and there are a ton of people that are. And, okay. and like, you make a great point. Everybody thinks that, again, it doesn't have to be that Robin speech. There are so many. Uh, I got a, an old copy of the SRDS, and there's trade associations. You can go online. I, like like the email I got today, dousing. I don't even know what the hell dousing was, but there's an association for it. Um, I, almost anything you can think of, and this is where I think a lot of people get lost. They say, oh, there's, you know, nobody but me is interested in and that in some cases that might be true, but more often than not, I think you're right. There, if there's an association or a trade publication, there is a speaking market for it. Would there I are three pieces, and, and we, we can, yeah, absolutely. When we get into this in a little bit, I'll tell this. Okay. But if, some, if, if somebody wants to get a pen handy, I'll give these away. But there's basically okay. three pieces that have to be in place to actually make money speaking, whether you're doing fee or selling something on the back end. And we'll talk about that whenever you're ready. Well, whenever, I'm going to let you just roll with it now, JP, because I tend to do a lot of talking, and this is a subject that I'm not a, you know, I like to think I'm the, the expert on everything, but I'm not certainly not on this, so I'm going to let you just go ahead and roll. And I have a couple questions for you. One question, actually, um, I'll hit you with later that I don't think anybody's ever asked you, and it's something um, I'll hit you with later on, though. Okay. Do you have any other specific questions up front that you want to make sure that I answer, though? Um. I think, well, in your opinion, um, you know, I think I posted it on Facebook. There's a guy I know that basically sells these cheap e-books, and, and uh, I know another guy who does some speeches where he brings something about ten grand a month or whatever. And, you know, of course, this, this clown says, well, that's trading time for dollars. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I can fall on that sword um, because you made the mention of, you know, nobody – I love that line, nobody books a cheap speaker. And I think that's what people – a lot of people are going to have to make that quantum leap from $4 books to the fact that you can get uh, high-end pay – on a, on a on a on a speech, if it, if it's you know if it's a, if it's a world class speech, and, and 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 I know I certainly know you know how to deliver those. I guess I, if you want me to give you my, I got two. I'll just throw them out to you now. You sure. have spoken to. I think you told said I, I caught one of your webinars. I finally found something. Um, you had I think spoke to AC repair or was air conditioning. It was some weird niche. My question to you is a. Do you use a central theme speech when you're dealing with radically different industries? Um, I did a show a while back on how a guy in Indiana sold more Mercedes in the state of Indiana or probably the country in a month than, than anybody put together, and he never even showed up to the lot. I can use that same information and apply it to several other industries. I'm curious how you go from maybe an uh, air conditioning convention to something radically different? Do you do a completely different speech? The second thing, and this is really, really one I'm shocked that I never heard anybody ask you, when you 
decide to go beyond just speed, you know, uh, fee-based speaking, which is where you just go up and you get paid to speak, and that's it. You have no product. You decide you want to add a product. My biggest issue there is going to be as uh, is I tend to let it all hang out on my shows, and I know I'll do it on the platform. Meaning I'm going to give it all. I, it's just my nature. How do you balance the two? Because I don't want the product to end up being basically a transcript of my speech. So how do, is there a fine line there between giving them too much in the speech and then you over-deliver in the product, or do you over-deliver in the speech? And then, I mean, that, do you see what I'm going with this? It, it's Absolutely. Like, yeah, and it's yeah. Common, those it's are the two questions fear. I have, and you can answer them any time you want to. I don't need, you know, that, that's... That's just something well, I've never well, heard anybody okay, ask so, you before. So I'm going to give you a little tease part of that, and then we're going to come okay. back and finish it. The, sure. the, the short answer to the sec- second question is, if you can tell me everything that you know about something in an hour, you're probably not worth listening to. I love it. That's true. So, if... Uh, and I had a guy who went through my speaker formula, which was my original, original, original internet marketing quote product. It was a, a ten thousand dollar product, yeah. Speaking program on how to get in the speaking business, and it, and that would really I'll, I'll talk about that later of how I came about creating that okay. product because people need to know like what what's the seed that creates a product that sells eighty thousand dollars in at a time, you know? Sure. So. The, but but here's the deal. When I had one guy going through that product, and he was in Hawaii, and we were meeting weekly, and he, so he sent me his outline, and he had to go give a speech for this, like a chamber or a rotary or something, and it was going to be like a one-hour speech, and he sent me this outline, and he's like, JP, I'm a little concerned that I don't have enough here for an hour speech. And I said, okay, well, let me take a look at it. So I started looking at it, and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually video this while I talk about it. So I flipped on Camtasia and started recording mm-hmm. me talking while looking at the video. And you know what that is. But, um, yep. you know, I was basically recording what was on my screen, which was a Microsoft Word document, and talking. And I, I literally, while I was going through the document, doing what I would do on my own presentation, I was saying what I was doing, which was breaking each component and each piece out into its farthest forms. So he had really made an outline, and he was concerned that he didn't have enough content. And in about 15, 12, 15 minutes of me going through this thing, I blew that thing up where he had a full day up to maybe a two-day seminar wow. from that wow. same outline because I started asking the right questions. Right. So it goes back to what you were saying. Are you there? Okay. You know, I own the common law trademark for technology kids kicking my ass. So, JP, if you can still hear me, I lost your brother. Let me see if I can get you back on the air. I hear you. Okay, I got you back. Okay. Um, so, anyway, if you know, I say that. So, my concern has never been giving too much, and you can write this down. Okay. I say that the more you give, the more you get. And you, but you got to give, give, give before you get, get, get. That's law. And so when I walk on that platform, my concern is never am I going to give away too, inform- too much information. It's how much can I possibly squeeze in. 
And same thing like this radio show. You can ask me anything you want, and I'll tell you anything you want to know about the speaking business in this time that we're together on this radio sure. show. I didn't come up here going, well, how could I possibly angle this around so that when I get done, people don't want to come buy my product? That's right. such a stupid way to do business. Right. If you go out and you give, I mean, as an expert or an author or speaker, the only thing you have to give is your knowledge. And right. so if you go out and give abundantly of that knowledge, people will be drawn to you. They'll be like, holy crap, if he's given away this much for free, what could he give me if I gave him some money? Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, and I totally agree with you on this speech. I don't think I'd have any, you know, I do it on my show all the time. I give everything I got, as they say in right. the boxing metaphor. I leave it in the ring. That brings us to the people then that um, then present the product. That would be a little trickier for me. At that point, you're saying, like I said, if you can't, you, if you can't, you know, if all you've got is an hour and that's all you, the information you have, obviously you don't know your subject well enough. So that's good to know. Yeah, like, for example, you did that video, uh, what was that, about 10 minutes long with you and your girlfriend? Yeah, that, the ghetto video on the market. Actually, believe it or not, that video still ranked number one on Google, <laughs> as ghetto yeah. as it was. But we did that just for fun to show people how we actually did it. That really was shot in real time. We really did go over to the convenience store. We really did rip the paper out. We really did shoot it on my bed with the zebras. You saw the funky bedroom. I should have made the bed. Um, yeah, I just don't but, understand why you didn't make your bed first. That was really wrong. Well, because <laughs> we were having some springy mattress fashion probably. I don't know. Um, just kidding. But, that was but, a different but, video. <laughs> but, but, but the funny thing is that video, Best Cremation Services, is still ranked number one, page one on Google. And it, it was okay, it ranked within I want to stop you right there, though. Yeah. So you went on the platform and told that story. Like yeah. said, hey, guys. I'm going to share with you how, on a fluke, we grabbed a newspaper, created a video, ranked it, and got it number one on Google, and it's still ranking number one after X number of days, weeks, months, years, whatever. Yep. How many of you would like to hear that? Every, every room in the audience, is, every hand in the room is going to go up, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So let me break this down for you and share with you how this went. Dude, it would take you 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes, to like walk through that whole case study. And yeah. people would have a whole lot more information, but they still are going to be like, okay, but how do I do it? But what's the best camera to use? Or what's the best place yeah. to put your video? Or, you know, so they've got a gazillion questions. So yeah. if you taught them two or three or four case studies, you gave them some of the key principles, you said, hey, oh, by the way, let me give you this. This is like an insider trick. You want to make sure you do this with your videos. Like, all of a sudden, they're going to have all this Vegas events love, but at the end, you say, guys, if you like what you heard, but you want to actually go home and do this, and you don't want to have a bunch of unanswered questions, I put mm -hmm. the whole thing in the system. Here's how it works. Here's what you get. Plus, I'm going to add this, 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 and this. And, you know, well, normally this would be $497. Today we're going to do it for $197, whatever. Right. If you go ahead I've actually done that, by the way. I've actually created the product. Right. That's, that's, that's fabulous. That's really that's really. So that's, that's, really that's all you have to do. So, yeah. That that answers that question. Um, this is another off-the-wall question that had come in. Um, do you do much with the college market? And that's a weird question, but it came in. So. No, but totally. there is a guy that there's a guy out there that claims that that's a, a really good place to go get books. I, would it be our friend James? <laughs> there's I'm a guy. Out there. <laughs> yeah, I know. you don't have to say. Yeah, that's so there, there, there's somebody out there that's kind of made originally. Now he's kind of moved away from that, from what I understand. But originally that was his pitch because that's where he started. But right. the same can be said for associations. Like I started 
my very, very first speech. Well, let me back up a little bit, and I'll come back and answer that sure. question. But no the, um, when I first got started speaking, I bought uh, Dottie Walters' book, uh, Speaking Grow Rich. Yep. Yeah, I bought another book. Um, well, she's gone now, but her daughter still has yeah. a business. Yep. Anyway, I bought I bought that book, and then I bought another book um, about how to make a hundred thousand dollars a year in speaking or something. I don't remember some some small little bitty paperback book, and I bought every speaker course I could get my hands on and stuff. Right. But in my first six months in the speaking business, now understand, I was in the magazine publishing business. Tanya and I had built a very successful company, sold that company to another publisher, right. and had a little pot of gold. You know, we weren't like, couldn't retire for the rest of our lives, but we had a little bit of money. You had a nice little score, yeah. A score, there you go. Yeah. And I was only, uh, let's say I was 99, I was uh, 29 years old, so that was, you know, I was a fairly young dude. And... Um, we were trying to decide what I was going to do the rest of my life, and I had always wanted to write books and speak. In fact, it was funny because I'm here at this uh, at the Florida Hotel right now, and they had a Toastmasters convention here. That's where I got started. Was I started speaking in Toastmasters, and I joined. Um, somebody taught me into doing a humor speaking contest, and I did, I won at my club. I won at the area. I won at the division, the district, and all on. It kept going all the way up to the top, and that was where I first got that amazing sense of energy that comes from being in front of an audience that loves sure. you. And um, and so whenever we sold the company, I was like, that's what I want to go do. Well, in my first six months in the, quote, speaking business, I sold $2,400 worth of speeches <laughs> and was one frustrated dude. Probably like a lot of people that are trying to get mm-hmm. started in some area of marketing or business or whatever. Sure. You're trying sure. something new. You've bought everybody's stuff. You're going to the weekend events. You know, it's it's just... You made and, $12 and you always, in AdSense for the month, yeah. Yeah, right. You always feel like there's some piece that's missing. And so I knew that I could give a speech. I knew that people liked what I did, but I didn't know how to really get booked and make a lot of money at the business. And so I went to – I was going to the Speakers Association, the local chapter there in North Texas. And I was going every month, and every month some guy would get up or lady would get up and talk about what it took to make it in the speaking business, and everybody had different opinions. And when you look behind the curtain, um, a lot of them weren't doing really what they proposed. A lot of them took the to the convention because they didn't probably even own a car. I hate to say it, but it's, yeah. I, I've been to these associations. It's true. Yeah, it's sad to say that the biggest majority of the members of, of the, those associations can't yes. quit their day job. And because they I can't have heard that a lot about these speakers' bureaus. A lot of these these speakers, it's the old cliche, there are those who who do and there are those who teach because they can't do. And, uh, Absolutely. Well, yeah. that was why I, I'm going to come back. Remind me about that when we talk about my first product. But anyway, okay. so I... I went to. The, I called the guy that was the president of the North Texas chapter, and I said, I want to take you out to lunch. So we went to a little place called Ty Orchid up there in Dallas, uh, Addison area. I yeah. sat down at lunch with him, and I said, okay, I'm tired of you know, beating around the bush. Give me the names of the five biggest speakers from this area who have actually done it. And he gave me five names, and I called all five of those people. One of them called me back, and we had a decent little conversation. He actually, and I'm going to pass this little piece of information along to everybody. He, he said, JP, one of the best things I learned when I was getting started was speak anywhere for anybody at any time at any price. And if you'll do that, you'll at least get momentum started. And, and you're in the marketplace. Yeah. You're out there. And that wasn't yep. the key to, like, making a lot of money or anything, but that mm-hmm. one little thing did help me understand that, 
these little rotary clubs and chambers and stuff do matter. Um, mm-hmm. One time I mind mapped it on my wall. I had like a little um, connection. This person connects to this person, connects to this person. And I went all the way from a Lions Club meeting in Longview, Texas that I spoke at to a chamber, to a company, to an association, to another chamber, to Wells Fargo Bank, to and I, a bunch of other banking associations and organizations. And, I mean, it just splintered all the way out, and it all went back to a 15-minute speech at a Lions Club. And so I do believe that that is important. But if for somebody that's been sitting there going, I need to go make money, like, real fast, that's not really a formula. So right. the other guy that called me back, um, when he called me, he said, well, we're up in Canada and we're on vacation, but when I get back, I'll give you a call and we'll get together and have lunch and I'll, I'll help you any way I can. So he said, I'll be back in East Texas. I was living in Tyler at the time. He said, I'll be back in East Texas uh, in a couple of weeks. And I said, East Texas? I thought you lived in Dallas. He said, oh, no, we just bought a house over in East Texas. Turns out, I mean, different people talk about you know divine providence and fate and all those kind of things, but the guy sure. literally had moved to a house 15, 20 minutes from my house. And wow. so he got back into town. He called me, and we got together at a little place called Chez Bazan, this little French bakery and sandwich shop there in Tyler. Five minutes into the lunch, he pushed himself back from the table, and he goes, oh, my God, you're me 30 years ago. <laughs> and uh, he, he had grown up in the industry with Ogmandino and Zig Ziglar and Ed Foreman and uh, all these different guys that sure. – you know, are now either gone or granddaddy. Icons, yeah, basically icons yeah, of the business that everybody knows. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so he said, uh, and that was where I first heard that thing. He said, how much are you charging for a speech? And I said, well, right now I'm taking whatever I can get, but the most I've ever charged was $1,000. He said, why are you charging $1,000? And I said, well, because somebody told me that you can't charge more than $1,000 for a speech if you don't have a best-selling book. And he said, you're kidding, right? And I said, no. He was like, what a crock. He said, right. And, and what you were talking about this earlier about the difference between little e-books and stuff. He said, mm-hmm. JP, I want you to think about this. You've built successful companies, right? I said, yeah. He said, you know how to help people build successful companies, right? I said, yeah. And he said, if you went and taught somebody something and they actually used what you taught them, they could probably go and increase their sales by maybe 50000 sure. 100000 a million or whatever. I said, of course. He said, well, put 200 guys in a room and see if maybe even only 10 or 20 of them take action in that one hour or two hours or whatever that you're in front of them. You're going to create several million dollars worth of value. Why Absolutely. do you think you'll deserve to get $1,000 for that? And, and actually, so undervaluing it, your price can really hurt you in this business. I, I Just from listening to some of your webinars, I, I totally believe that. I, I, I believe the line. Um, uh, nobody wants to book a cheap speaker because, unfortunately, it just, I think, uh, to the people that have the money, uh, it just equates to low value. I, I think they, they, the back of their head, they just think, well, this guy's just cheap. He doesn't have anything worth listening to. And uh, I think that's where a lot of people are going to have issues. They're going to have, and they're going to have to be able to have the confidence to make that leap to, to, um, and I think part of it comes if you know your subject, if you're passionate about your subject, you shouldn't have a problem asking for five or ten thousand dollars when you get to that point. Or, or more, absolutely. Or, or more. more. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we raised my speed fee that day. But anyway, I still didn't know how to get books. So here's what he told me. He said, when you get 
sometime, I want you to come by our house. We're just now getting moved in, so i got stuff in boxes everywhere. But when you get some time, come by. I'm going to give you some materials, some videos and stuff that you can watch and some things you can look through and read and some cassettes and all that. And um, so we went ahead talked a lot about the business and product and all that kind of stuff. And he said, um, or we got through with dinner, and uh, we got up and we paid. We walked out. And I said, so you want me to follow you home? And he's like, Follow me home. What do you mean? I said, well, you said you had some stuff. And he was like, oh, my God, you are like me. So he's like, come on. So I followed him to the house, and he's running around in this garage with a box, and he's grabbing this stuff, and he's like, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this. And he gives me this big box of, uh, back then it was VHS and cassettes and stuff. He gives it to me, pushes it over, and he says, okay, go home, watch everything, read everything, listen to everything, write down all your unanswered questions, and then when you've done that, give me a call, and I'll help get you to the next step. We'll get back together. So I was like, okay, this was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So I went home. 7 o'clock the next morning, I called him on the phone. And he's like, hello? And I said, this is JP. He said, yeah? And I said, well, I'm ready. He said, what do you mean you're ready? I said, I'm ready. You told me to call you when I was ready. He's like, no, 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 son, you don't understand. I said, go home, watch everything, read everything, listen to everything, write down all your answer questions, then call me when you're ready. I said, no, you don't understand. I haven't been to bed. And I had gone home at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, spread all that stuff out on my floor and plugged in the tapes and stuff, grabbed a big uh, stack of 3 by 5 note cards and had gone through that stuff (laughs) all night long until 6 o'clock the next morning. I would just wait for the Sunday cups to come up so I could make the phone call. And, um, you know, we got together that morning. That's when he laid out the plan of what what I call a blitz. But he showed me how to do that. Two and a half weeks later, using that formula, which now I teach. I didn't teach it for many, many, many years. But using that formula, I went out, and two and a half weeks later, in two days, booked $12,500 worth of speeches. And that was when my fee was, we'd only raised it to 2500 bucks. So I booked five speeches. One of them was a closing keynote address for that group you were talking about. It was the Air Conditioning Contractors of America. Right, right, right. it, It was the closing keynote for their conference in Las Vegas. Now what the hell so did you talk out. about to the to the air conditioning people? I'm sorry, I gotta I gotta ask. What what was that speech? My about? speech back yeah, my speech <laughs> back in those days was called Business Builders, Business Busters. Look who's wrecking your company and what you can do to stop them. I and love it. I talk, yeah, and so it was very yeah, it was very in your face and and I talked about the idea that. Your employees can make or break your company, which that's no big news. Everybody knows that. But I started out with that. I said, you know, how many of you know that? They all do that. I said, how many of you would like if your employees would think and act like owners in the workplace, take personal responsibility for the company's success, and treat it as if it is their own? Well, everybody wanted to know how to do that. So that was what I taught them how to do. That is that is that is very cool. See, nobody asks you the tough questions. Nobody asks you what the hell. I, I was just when I heard that, I said, "What in the hell did he talk about to the air conditioning people?" I just that that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, that was my main pitch. And you know, between then and when I actually started fulfilling on those speeches, my mentor had also taught me how to productize and make money with products. And here's something else he taught me, and I'll share this. Sure. He said, JP, the speaking business will make you rich. The product business will make you wealthy. I was talking to Ben Atkins about this. We were sitting up at like 3 or 4 o'clock this morning. Dr. Ben? Here, uh, yeah, he and I yeah, were sitting out here. Yeah, he's a cool dude. I like Dr. Ben. Yeah, he's a very cool guy. And um, uh, Jason Anderson, video guy from here in Orlando, was there. Yeah. There were a couple of other guys. 
So anyway, we were sitting out here just chatting last night in the middle of the night, and we were talking about this, and this other guy said to Ben, he's like, your name is like really well known now, and it hasn't taken very long to do that. And I, and I said, you know, what's funny is it's because he's put out product. And a lot of people will say, hey, when I get famous and everybody wants to know what I have to say, I'll create product. And I say, no, 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 no. You create product, and the product will make you famous. So the product becomes like little minions going out there and doing your deeds for you. If you could imagine people literally paying to be sold. So, like, people buy your right. product, and then they listen to the product, and they become more convinced that they should listen to you. It's pretty it's like interesting. like Joe Girard, the car salesman. I mean, I God love him. I mean, he does give a lot of great information in his book. But let's be honest, people buy from Joe Girard because he's a, you know, he was the world record greatest car salesman. They buy from right. Joe Girard because he's a celebrity. They want to go in and buy a car from Joe Girard. But it all started off because he had the books and he had all the, you know what I mean? It, and he only, even yep. he admits that. He said, you know, he, he does tell you all the things he did to become as good as he is. But now, uh, I mean, you know, he'll even admit, um, I think one of the, I actually heard him speak once. He said, I, I readily admit that now people actually come in. He doesn't really have to pitch anybody. He's come in and say, I want to buy a car. No. From Joe Girard, because I've read all his books, you know, which which kind of feeds right into what you're saying about the product. Well, yeah, here's an interesting thing, and I'll tell you about that in just a minute. There's a there's something that speaking does for you that that nothing else will ever do related to what you just said. So I did that speech in in uh, Vegas. I did a closing keynote, spoke for 50 minutes, five zero, 50 minutes. Okay. And at all content, at the end, made a very light offer and sold thirty-two thousand dollars worth of product from the stage. So let's tell everybody. And, that I want everybody to hold on for a second. You, you, you what was your fee? Your actual fee was twenty-five hundred. Yeah, twenty-five hundred plus uh, all expenses you, paid. And then another, yeah. all expenses paid to fabulous Las Vegas, uh, Nevada, my hometown. And then within another probably. Oh, plus 50, I negotiated. Plus I negotiated. Staying on for right. uh, I think it was three three or four days, so they paid for the hotel and everything for the so you walk out, so, so there you go, guys, right there. For those who don't think it's real, and this is where a lot of you, I, I gotta just you gotta pound you upside the friggin' head because I talked to a lot of you. Uh, that's thirty five thousand dollars in a little over an hour, um, and I know you've done more. I know you've done more than that, but oh, yeah. I mean that 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 that, and for some people that's just. It, that is not uncommon if you know what the hell you're doing, and that's why we got this guy on tonight, which is why I want everybody paying attention. I mean, my God, 35 I mean, that's an incredible amount of bling to make, and then not only that, enjoy Sin City at the same time, basically on the house. How yeah, my family, the was, my family was uh, – <laughs> that's a funny story. But, yeah, my family was um, was with me. They travel everywhere with me, everywhere I go, and, sure. and they always have. Um, but the – Okay, so come back to what we were talking about with the, um, the the product sales, and you were talking about Joe Girard and celebrity yeah. status. Sure. When you speak, okay, let me back up. When you sell, like let's say that you're selling what you just talked about the other day, uh, just a few months ago, the video services, right? I do um, video, and you, I'm one of the top barter experts, and I'm also a publicity expert because I worked in the pro wrestling industry as well as the adult industry, which probably isn't uh, – uh, um, as marketable, although that's a huge industry now. But probably barter, publicity, and video marketing are my three areas of expertise. 
Yeah. So but yeah. let's just say, for example, the video thing. Mm-hmm. You could hire or be the guy that picks up the phone every day and calls people, one person after another, calls them, calls them, calls them, which we know that the way you rank the videos in advance is like you want it or you don't want it. You know, So that's a really yep. cool strategy. But But it's still selling. At the end of the day, it's still selling. It is. Versus if you put yourself in front of 200, 300, 100 small business owners that are the same kind of people you're trying to rank videos for and sell them yes. to, and you teach them how to get more traffic to the website, how to get more people to come in their store, how to get more people to buy their plumbing services and their uh, cremation services mm-hmm. and anything. And mm-hmm. at the end of that presentation, give them an opportunity to chat with you about what you can do for them. When you have that chat, you're no longer selling. Right. You're prescribing. That's a and great. That's a great we, line. Yeah. Listen, when you go to the doctor. And he says, or she says, here's what your problem is. You got this, 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 and this. And I mean, and I know you went through all kinds of hell over the last two, few years. But you go to the doctor. They tell you you got these problems. Mm-hmm. If it's a major, if it's a major thing, sometimes you'll go for a second or third opinion. But mm-hmm. if it's like, you know, you got this thing and you need antibiotics, mm-hmm. you go by the pharmacy, you drop the script off, you pick it up, you take it home, mm-hmm. you start taking the pills. You don't start calling all your friends and saying, hey, what do you think, right? Because exactly. the doctor has already positioned himself in your eyes as the authority. See, authority you get up and teach people. I'm not going to call my people, former to get his opinion. Exactly. No, not at all. But when you teach people and give the right kind of speech, and there truly is a, a, a right speech and a wrong speech for mm-hmm. positioning. But when you give the right speech and you position yourself as an authority, then what happens is you transcend the whole selling thing. You also get the advantage of being put up on the stage, and they're not on the stage, so you're automatically elevated. Absolutely. But when you have a chance to have a conversation with them, either in group or one-on-one, they look to you as an authority just like they look to their doctor, and it's a completely different positioning. Guys, for those of you who listened to my show for four years, I would have one word I preach over and over, and JP just nailed it again. I have talked to you guys about the keyword positioning. It's the difference between failure and success. It's like you, you telemarketers who call up and say, Hi, this is John Smith, and I'd like to talk to someone about selling ink click because we buffered you out of our lives. Our small business owners don't want to talk to you, but when you call up with a different, like, uh, this is uh, this is Vegas Vince. Um, I'm interested in buying nine Ferraris. Um, I have buyers for nine Ferraris. Who, who's the person in charge I need to talk to? There's a complete difference in positioning there. And what JP is saying is exactly what I've been trying to preach to you guys for four years. It, you can come at it like a victim, and, or you can come at it at a point of authority. And you just laid it out beautifully. I mean, that, 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 that's as good as I could have done it. Awesome. It, it's, so, it's so important. Positioning is so key to everything. I mean, it really is. Because I think, and they, I think that and that's what takes us into uh, one thing that we definitely got to talk about is the booking process. Because I can see that's where it's going to kill a lot of people. They're going to... Uh, I know the one guy, uh, Malinchik, I, I, I just bring his name up. I, no, no, I have nothing against him. I just When I went through people I wanted, I made a decision to pick you for various reasons. I'm not knocking the guy, but I noticed he's, he, a lot of his stuff is based on slick direct mail and this and that, and um, a numbers game, I think, to a certain degree. Um, 
you seem to be more of a guy who says figure out what you what you know, what you're passionate about, and target accordingly. Which is kind of why I, I, I one of the one of the several reasons why I chose you, but. The booking process is going to screw a lot of people up. I know there's people out there right now that could give a great speech. What's going to lose them is the booking process. Can you can you get into a little bit about that? Um, I I know one thing. Once you start getting booked, it gets easier to get booked because success begets success, I guess. But can you give a few pointers as far as someone who's absolutely just, yeah? That's going to terrify a lot I, of people. Yeah, before I do, how much time do we have? We got that. We got actually BT. I, I scheduled for an hour, but BTR decided they wanted to give me ninety minutes, so we can go up to ninety if you want to, um, or we can cut it a little short. Whatever. I did it more for your convenience. Okay, so we yeah, got no plenty problem. of time. So, I just, well, I, I, I'm going to frame what I'm saying based on the amount of time we have. So that's yeah. all. Okay. So all right. So very interesting. And I'm going to answer that industry question that you asked as well. Okay. This is a okay. perfect perfect time for that. So there are what they call well. There's number one in the speaking business. There's generally two categories. One of them is fee-based speaking, and the other one is speaking where you derive your income from something that results from income created from the platform. Okay. So to break those out a little bit further, it's you could be paid anywhere from a thousand or two thousand dollars up to fifty or seventy or hundred thousand dollars fee to be there and show up and be on the platform. And that's what I've primarily done over the years has been a fee-paid speaker. Now, I have also always sold. If they ever told me that I couldn't make an offer from the stage, I refused the gig. Okay. Now, I'm not a, I'm not, and I'm not a jerk about it on stage. So, like, one of the things that I did, and this is a really good tip for people trying to get booked, is a lot of speakers um, – have what they call demo videos. They used to call them demo reels based on the idea yep. that it was a real play, but uh, a demo video. And what that is is it's like six or eight minutes of the best of their stuff. Right. But anybody can be good in six or eight minutes. Agreed. But the last thing a meeting planner wants is a surprise. So when when they put you on their stage for an hour or two hours or 90 minutes or whatever, they don't want to find out that, you know, the rest of your presentation sucks, and all of their board members and members and stuff are turning around looking at them saying, where did you get this idiot? Um, so I never did that, and it also was a posturing and positioning thing. I always sent out a full-length video of me doing an entire presentation, and what I would say is I want you to plug it into your player, DVD, back in the early days it was VHS. I want you to put it into your video player, and I want you to push the button and watch the introduction. Listen to how I immediately capture the audience and get them engaged and automatically they're like with me. Then I want you to fast forward through the video and stop at any points throughout that video. And it doesn't matter when. I'm going to let you be the judge of when you stop. And I want you to look for several things. One, is the audience still engaged? Two, am I still delivering high content? And three, is my energy level still really high? Go all the way through, and then I want you to see me close, because the way I close there is going to be very similar to how I close on your platform. And if you have any problem with that, we need to have a conversation about that right now. I love it. So that's real. That's, I mean, that's, 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 that's coming at them from a position of power, not 
weakness and strength. Absolutely, absolutely. So I never spoke, and I, dude, I never, I had people that said, "How did you get to sell at this conference?" We were told we couldn't sell, you know. And I'm just like, well, I put it in the contract, number one. But, right. But see, here's here's the deal. I believe, and I, I hope everybody writes this down. I believe that if you walk on a platform and you teach people how to do something better than they've been doing it, and then you don't give them a way to take that home and extend that learning and implement what they've learned, you've done them a disservice. Agreed. Yeah. So I look at product as serving an audience, not pitching an audience or trying to rape the audience and take all right. I can off the out of their credit cards. So I look at it completely differently, and I, I, drew, I do believe that. And once you have that feeling, then you can walk on there with complete congruence and speak and offer product. Now, there are tons and tons and tons of tricks that I, I use and that now I teach these days that you can implicitly do to plant seeds and position and posture and get people so excited about what you have that they'll want to take you home with them. And that's, that's how you sell effectively without being a schmuck. You know, nobody exactly. likes the guy that the guy that gets to the, the used car salesman, the, yeah, exactly. Oh or all the way through his speech he's going, Well, yeah. So like in my product, you know, in my, my training program, <laughs> yeah. I teach people how to you know, all through the speech they're going so in my Yeah. Are you there? Okay. I can't be funny for another twenty minutes. <laughs> Let's see if we get JP back on. Sorry about that, Pete. How are you there? I got you back on, brother. Okay. You're another so, one who needs a new cell phone. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. I, I You use the word meeting planners a lot because I know this question is going to come up. When, um, again, there are speaker bureaus, and these are the, you know, and – and I've heard mixed results about speaker bureaus. Again, just forget I'm, about speakers. Bureaus. I'm not wild about started, what I've heard. It's getting, yeah, if you're getting started, just forget about them. We don't even need to talk about them. I'm serious. Okay, let's so, talk go, about go you mentioned meeting planners. If a guy say is is in a certain you know whatever it is, let's maybe he's maybe he wants to give a speech like you did to the air conditioning people. How does he connect to that meeting planner? For that group, is there? Does he look up the association and find this? I mean, this is a a question people are going to want to know. And of course, the the answer will apply, I assume, to almost anything. But how do how do they go about that? Okay, so I'm going to give you the answer to your question, but you're not okay. going to like the answer. That's um, okay. Most people most people aren't going to like the answer. Um, most people getting started in speaking business want to sit at home. In the old days, we mailed out videos. Now you can do that on the web. But, you know, send out materials, mm-hmm. sit at home, and dial for dollars and get books yes. to speak. Yep. Here's, here's how meeting planners hire speakers. Number one, they saw them speak. This is the hierarchy, okay? Okay, yeah. They saw them speak, and they were amazing, and so they say, i got to get them in for my conference. That's right. the first and, and most powerful way for somebody to know that you're good. The next is one of their colleagues, either a member of their board or a peer that had them, you know, you at their conference, is talking to them and says, hey, I had Vegas Vince last week at our conference. You'd be an idiot if you don't get him on your stage. Right, okay. That's number two. Number three is a video. 
um, okay. a, you know, a, an actual seeing you, what you look like on the stage. But the problem is, if you aren't number one or number two, so you're trying to use a video, then you're in the same boat that all the other probably seven to 10,000 schmucks are in, right. mailing out videos or sending out links to videos and trying to follow up and stuff like that, and it really doesn't work very well. So that's the part that sucks. It reminds but me once of the, the movie know, business. To be in a movie, you got to have an SAG card, but to get the SAG card, you have to be in a movie. So it's a double-edged yeah, sword. Right? Oh, dude, you just nailed it on the head. When I was trying that first six months, when I was <laughs> trying to get started, I kept telling everybody, "This is this has got to be what it's like to be in the movie business." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I was just so frustrated. It was like this little, um, you know, merry-go-round. It's like, well, you know, we haven't seen you speak. Okay, well, let me, you know. So anyway, so here's the secret. The secret is. That once you get the basic contact information, that's all logistical stuff. But once you get the basic contact information, right, you you go see them. Really? See, you I take them to you. lunch. You stroke them. I mean, you find out what they like no, to do. You take them out on the way. No, but, but listen to this. I want you to envision you're the meeting planner, okay. in, in especially in the association industry. Number one, they're not paid very much. In fact, you'll probably make more that day than they made all year, okay? So they're not paid very well. Okay. Number two, they normally wear a lot of different hats. So they're planning two or three meetings for the year, but they also might be responsible for the newsletter and for going to board retreats and on and on and on and on and on. The smaller the association, the more hats they're going to wear. So so what you're trying to do is pick up the phone, you, Mr. Nobody, to right. them, pick up the phone and convince them that you're worth paying attention to. And that right. is such an uphill battle. I mean, it's such an incredible uphill battle. To give you a great example, I told you to go see them. The way I got that ACCA speech in Vegas was I actually did what I'm suggesting to you, which is go see them, and I ended up in the office of the state director for ACCA, wow. which is called it was called TACA, but I ended up in her office, and she happened to be on the committee selecting speakers for the annual national conference, and she picked up the phone while I was sitting in her office and called the director at the national level and said, I got this guy, he's amazing, he comes recommended from one of our members, I think you ought to put him on the stage. And sign unseen, they booked me for that gig in Vegas. But understand, see what I'm saying? It, yeah. I was do you bring any point of purchase her. material with you, like some, like say, um, do you bring your video with you and some testimonials if you have them? I mean, obviously, in the first one, you're not necessarily going to have all that. Although that's never stopped me because I can, I can get testimonials if I need them. No, it's uh, what you said. <laughs> yeah, it's not true. You have to have that. Here's yeah. the deal. When I was a when I was a twenty five hundred dollar speaker, I put together a media kit that looked like a ten thousand dollar speaker. I wanted to separate myself from the right. pack. Right. And so when I did show up, I had this big. It looked like the show had arrived. You know. So and you're showing so when I, in person, but you're bringing the goods with you as well. Right. Right. And I'm okay. Gotcha. Here's what I'm doing. Is, I'm not going to go real deep into this because it takes okay. a long, long time. But here's the deal. Okay. I'm going to give you the the thing was is. The next best thing to seeing me on stage is to see me in person and my energy level telling you what I would say when I was on stage, right? Right. 
So I would, right there in their little boardroom, I would, a lot of times I'd stand up, you know. I mean, I'd talk to them, I'd get excited, I'd say, hey, so here's how we open the presentation. What you're going to really love when I do this is this. And, I mean, I'd literally walk them through what that speech was like. And I didn't do an hour speech. I did the whole meeting in 15 to 25 minutes. But I walked them through what that experience was like. But if you want to separate yourself from the pack, you've got to quit doing what everybody else is doing. And most people Absolutely. sit Absolutely. The, the contrarian method, I'm totally I've, – I've been a contrarian my whole yeah. life. I, I, I think when the masses zig, uh, Vinny has always zagged. I let them fall off the cliff. And right now I want to say I can already hear – Ten people probably going, oh, I can't, you know, I got to, I, what if I fly out somewhere and I don't get booked? My point to you is, and this isn't for you, you're really not ready to make the leap because the fact of the matter is, the man just told you about one speech where he made 35000 Go ahead, JP, tell him the most you've made. It ain't, as Ali said, it ain't bragging if it's true. What's the most you've done in a day on a speech with product and fee? If you don't mind, broken, the IRS, I, yeah. the IRS after me, not you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've broken six figures, yeah. There okay. you go. So it can be done in a day, not just a month. Well, not just a day, in 67 minutes. Yeah. So uh, if, is yeah. that worth the maybe flying down to see a meeting planner? I would say for me, yes. For somebody else that that doesn't have the confidence – there, it, nothing probably is going to work for them anyway. So well, here's uh, the thing. Yeah, here's the thing, and we need to make sure because a lot of people might go, I don't want to go in the meeting business. I don't, you know, I don't. So here's the thing. Going back to what I said earlier, you know, like I taught this same skill to a chiropractor. He did two little bitty workshops and sold sixty-seven thousand dollars worth of chiropractic care. So now workshops are I a little different than the speaking circuit. Could you kind of differentiate the two between the workshop and, yeah, and the, yeah, and the it, circuit? It, it, yeah. Sort you know, completely different. This some are in house, um, right? Yeah, some are the ones you do yourself. Some right. are like somebody's maybe doing a meeting or a retreat, and you do a little one or two or three hour workshop form or whatever. But okay. um, but yeah, it's I don't care what you call it. But I taught him how to do a presentation. Is what I'm saying. I taught right. a jeweler how to how to do a presentation. He did eighteen thousand in two hours. Um, wow. And so yeah, so it's it's not that. Well, for, you know, for example, I <laughs> this was funny. I had a buddy of mine that was a financial planner that he had never heard me speak publicly. He knew I'd been on all these big stages and stuff, but he'd never heard me speak. And he, he called me one time. He's like, I ran into him like in town somewhere, and he's like, JP, I know you're like a big speaker, but I'm the guy that books the speakers for our financial planners group. If you're ever in town and could come and speak for us, hit me up, let me know, and I'll get you in and get you to speak. So I said, you know, why don't you just give me a call when you got a hole, and if, if I'm in town, I'll, I'll do the deal. No sure. problem. So I went and spoke, and there were about, I want to say about 35, maybe 40 of these um, certified financial planners in there. Sure. And I was talking about strategic alliances and joint ventures sure, and the power venture, sure. of these things. And, of course, this was like, so over their head, but I was I was using an example of referral marketing to try to dumb it down and bring it down to them. And I said, I said they're not the best marketers in the world, CPAs. I hate to say it. I've worked with a few. <laughs> yeah, well, and they're so hamstrung by regulations too. But um, so anyway, I, I I said this type of marketing, the one I was talking about, is sort of like a version of Google Pay Per Click, and everybody in the room. Everybody in the room looked at me with blank stare. And I said, <laughs> Google, 
pay per click. Y'all know what that is, right? Oh, Everybody should their death know. I said, okay. You know, like when you're on Google, how many of you use Google? Almost every hand in the room went up. Yeah. Okay, when you're on Google. Those ads you on the right, people. <laughs> yeah, you know there's some ads on the right. Over, and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 those things. I said, well, this is sort of like that. You only pay when it works. So, like, if you get a guy to mail for you or whatever. So, anyway, and I said, um, next week we're going to be doing a Google paper quick workshop. How many of you would like to be there? And every hand in the room went up. I didn't do the workshop. That was a joke. But I was, I was proving a point, which was that when you have an audience of people that want to know what you have to say and they want a result that you know how to give them, you don't have to have an audience in Vegas for air-conditioned contractors. It can right. be small business owners. It can be parents. It can be teachers. It can be managers of credit unions you know, in your area. So it can be really. You can do it on a localized basis as well. So it's not like you have to fly across the world to Dubai to to maybe get a speech book. So well, I created a whole product. I actually created a whole product because there were a bunch of guys saying, "I don't want to do that. I just want to speak and sell my stuff." I created a product that teaches people how to do at least a hundred thousand dollars a year in extra income, doing nothing but speaking for free and offering their own product or service because it's so simple. Like it's just. Easy. I can literally in three hours of activity, focused activity, literally three hours, <laughs> book an entire month of presentations on a local basis. My friend Willie Crawford, I don't know if you're aware of him, he's, a, he's an Internet marketer and he's a good guy. Sure. Um, he went down, I believe it was the Knights of Columbus, and I think this whole system was set up by a guy named David Preston, but he would go and he would do a three- or four-hour presentation on all this shit that people needed, you know, to fix their website, the autoresponders and all this. And by the time it was on, and, and, and I think, I forget if it was free or if he split it. I think actually they split it, so they took in X amount of dollars and it went to an escrow account and he split it with the Knights of Columbus or whatever. On the back end, he ended up over the next week doing over a hundred and some thousand dollars because these business owners all realized we need this shit, but we don't know how in the hell to do it. We're going to have Willie do it. And exactly. he's done this with fraternal organizations or rotaries, and that was it, and it was just little workshops. And by the time they, he was done, everybody realized, oh, my God, I need this, but I can't do it. So Willie didn't even heart, so he just said, if anybody has any questions or needs further assistance, uh, here's my card. And he just left a stack of cards at the end. And uh, I think that pretty much got him out of almost Internet marketing. He doesn't do much anymore. That's pretty much what he does. And, I mean, there is a classic example right there. He made some front-end money, which was pretty good, but it was all back-end money because, I mean, they, they just kept calling and calling and calling and kept him yep. busy for, yeah. And I know he did over hundred grand just off that. So, fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. so um, back to your question about multiple industries, um, a couple of things. One is, sure. you remember I said there's three things you need um, to be successful in any kind of information-based marketing, and speaking is one of those. The first thing that you need is a market that is so in, in so much pain that they're willing to pay money to mm -hmm. solve that problem. Right. So you need to def define who your market is. 
Now, you could originally say that your market is, let's say, window cleaners. That, you know, mm-hmm. Say that you figured out how to how to rank window cleaners on Google and get them more business. So you go, well, my biz- you know, my target market is window cleaners. Mm-hmm. But really, if you take and distill down what you know, you know how to rank local service-based businesses on Google, right? So yep. you could take that same message to window cleaners and dry cleaners and uh, lawn care people Niche and plumbers. Yeah. So you could take – so it's sort of the reverse of niching. It's sort of like unniching. So right. if you've figured out how to do something in one market – Look and see if there are other markets that that would apply to. So market is the first thing. The second thing is message. And that is your solution that you bring to the to the table. It's not the product because you can take a message and put it into many different formats. Sure. But the message is basically what is your solution to the problem that your market has. <laughs> and then the third thing is monetization. So you got market, message, and then monetization. And monetization okay. is when – you productize that in one or preferably multiple formats so that people can get access to it in different ways. So they might get it in a $20 book all the way up to a $20,000 coaching program or something like that. And everything sure. in between is like a home home study course and a weekend retreat and on and on and on. So, yeah, if, if you look at your message, your message doesn't get pigeonholed into one product. It's really many different deliveries at different price points. And that way, folks that are, you know, some people are ready to spend twenty-five or 30000 or $100,000 with you, and other people are only ready to dip their toe in the water. Maybe they'll buy exactly. a $97 sure. version of it. So, and you're um, set up that, by, based that, on that, and, you're, and you're, you're positioning yourself to basically um, – Catch whatever you catch. It will be at the 97 or the the guy who wants to drop 25k. Absolutely. Right, and on the speaking side, it allows you to go into many different groups and share the same thing. Now, there are some unique things that I do. Um, I have a pre-programmed questionnaire, and I do an interview process, and I have like this set of questions that I ask them, and from that information, I have kind of a really neat way of tailoring my presentation. And if you ever look at some of my testimonials, a lot of them will say things like, JP, you sounded like you were one of us. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for, you know, talking the talk and, like, making us feel like you were part of us. Even though I've never run an air conditioning business, I've never run a credit union, sure. I've never run an apartment complex, I'm, you know, I've never been a real estate agent. And I've spoken to all these and many other industries and done a really exceptional job of helping those people grow their companies. But it was because I did some special things that applied my message and flavored it with their stories and their verbiage and their uh, lingo, and it really does make a difference. I've got one I'm going to throw, and this is probably unfair. I did this to David Bullock, who's just one of those brilliant guys. By the way, David, if you're listening, I got your Parter CD ready to go in the mail. I finally found it again, second time I've lost it. Um, he put together one of the most brilliant social media products I've ever seen. Um, just a great guy. Um, but I've got a guy who's who has bought and purchased everything I've ever sold. I, and I haven't put out a lot. Everything I've put out is sold extremely well, but it's very limited amount of things I've done because I just don't believe in a whole lot of stuff. And I'm not an, it's basically stuff that I've actually done, which is very unlike the industry as a whole. But 
There's a gentleman out there. He's based out in Mongolia, and he does these. And it's, it's a $10,000 tour, and I wish I had a site for you to look at. But basically, it's it's horses, and it's it's a real high-end tour way out in the boonies. And um, I am real curious, um, and, and he, he, he does well, but I would love to be – I just know – that he's a tweak or two away. David gave him some good advice. He said a good target market would be these big corporations that do these, you know, bonding retreats and stuff as far as looking at clients. But I'm just curious, based on that limited amount of information, um, it, he actually could do a speech with a PowerPoint with the pictures because you saw the pictures that blow you away. I mean, it's it, it, it's a rugged little seven day or ten day little adventure. It's one of those things and it's not cheap i'm curious um who he could get in front of with like i said a a picture powerpoint and explain how badass this is and again he's he's overseas but um any thoughts on that i know i don't totally put you on the spot i did the same thing with david too so yeah well there's two pieces of that one is you're asking for a new model of productization, which is mm-hmm. what David touched on. You know, he was saying, "Oh, well, you could do this with these particular people." And then the other is, could you or should you use speaking to right. um, to deliver a message and get more people in the funnel? What I don't now is this guy over there in those areas, or where does he live? He's over there in Mongolia. Mongolia. Okay, he lives there and stays. Yes, there. he's there. I, yeah. I don't think he'd you know, be adverse to coming to the states if 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 need be. Okay, so like you know, one audience, an obvious audience, is entrepreneurs. Um, those of us that make decent money like to yeah. work hard and play hard, right? Yeah. And yeah. being an I might get you on a horse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a horse, uh, but yeah, the. Um, <laughs> Not, uh, not in so Mongolia, things, brother. <laughs> there's so many things we should say right there. Um, so, I here's the deal. But so this is the productization side of it. Sure. He could be a um, a retreat for entrepreneurs. But you know, two things. One, entrepreneurs like to work hard, play hard. But the other thing is, being an entrepreneur is kind of a lonely world because mm-hmm. most people don't understand the dynamics of our lives, right? Right. So imagine if he had a product where once a month he brought entrepreneurs in for this tour. What's the price point he currently charges? $10,000 a person. Okay. So he could easily charge more than that. Let's say that he could charge yeah. twenty dollars to $25,000 at least per entrepreneur. And, and, you know, he'd have to figure out which group of entrepreneurs would make the most sense in terms mm-hmm. of the type of um industries and income that they're at. But if you're targeting guys that are making, you know, that that have built at least an eight figure business, mm-hmm. um drop dropping twenty five grand to go over there is not gonna be unreasonable. No, at they all. dropped that on the dice table in five minutes, for sure. Precisely. So yeah. imagine that he um had a program where he brought in eight to twelve at a time mm-hmm. at Twenty-five. It could have, you know, it could be fifty k, but twenty. Let's say twenty-five k a person, mm-hmm. and he brought in um, a facilitator, not necessarily a speaker, a and not necessarily type. a coach. Yeah. No, but a facilitator 
that would get these guys to mastermind with one another. So oh, that's really I cool. Show, yeah, so let's say I pay twenty five grand to go hang out with another eight guys that are doing ten you know, eight figures a year or ten guys doing eight figures a year and we all are there because we love adventure. We we love the outdoors, but while we're doing all this cool, fun, outdoorsy stuff, then, you know, at night or in the morning or whatever, we're going to also do a mastermind and share the coolest stuff that's working in our businesses. And I think you just hit it. I'm going to stop you because I think you just hit the missing piece of the puzzle. I hope, Rick, if you're out there, you ought to write me a check. Well, actually, you ought to write you a check, <laughs> but uh, you came up with it, but I booked you. So yeah. that's brilliant. And I didn't want to get too long into that, but I use him as an example because I hate people say, oh, it's the economy, and oh, it won't work in my area. I've got a girl. I taught uh, something on how to use ugly yellow neon signs. There's a psychology behind them that will get people to buy more houses than the traditional Century 21 you know, sign that costs more than the friggin' house. And I've got a girl, I think Kim Sharp, who actually just went out there and put a going-to-jail-must-sell car. She didn't even own the car. The dealer owns the car, but she made a deal with the car dealer. She already sold a Sebring. She's getting a ton of calls because she's putting signs. And, it's, and I'm getting a little off-subject of speaking, but my point is, is that I think if, it, it, these people that are taking action – um, and I think that it goes back to everything else. If it's if you if you dream about being on the speaking circuit, you're probably not going to get there. If you if you make it a goal and actually use this blueprint, you put some incredible information out there. Uh, what about just I mean before as before we close, and I then I want to get just I want to close with one thing, and then I want you to put out your uh, your Facebook page or whatever link you want to put out there before I close it up. Um, the person has a product, say, or they've got a speech, or they've got both, um, they're total newbies, what what would you recommend their first course of action be? Would it be just like you say, speak anywhere, speak, you know, um, but speaking anywhere, if it's off, if it's not the right venue, probably isn't a good idea in any way. Could you just, somebody out there, that they're, they're clueless, they've, they've got the passion, they've got the product, they've got a good speech, um, what would you know the sh- the short version be for them? And I hate to do that to you because there is no short version. But yeah, well, it's not that it's not a short version. It's that everybody is in such a different position. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I look at speaking as a tactical thing, mm-hmm. and I think that any business that you're just like mailing postcards or doing social media or whatever. So I think that operating any business tactically is a really bad idea. I think you should I do start too. Out. I'm surprised you said that. I would. I I tended to more think of it as stri- strategic. I, I talk I, about tactics versus strategies all the time, and I yeah, guess I'm wrong on that. Cause, yeah, yeah wow. me too. But she, she's speaking is a tactic. It's a marketing tactic. That's now you true. could say that I'm going to build this strategy for positioning myself as an authority, and speaking happens to be one of those components, but. Um, the problem is that somebody goes, oh, well, like your friend in Mongolia. I don't know that speaking is the right thing for him. Now, I think that right. productization is a great idea. Yeah. And if he was just absolutely dead set on being a speaker, I would say you go get in front of, you know, YPO or, um, um, you know, some of the young, a YEO, Young Entrepreneur, Young Presidents Association. Or maybe a travel agent. They don't make any money anymore unless they do. But they they make fifty bucks now to book tickets, and it's a dying industry. The only money they make anymore is to 
do these big high-end tours. Yeah, maybe hooking up with uh, a real ballsy, aggressive, ambitious uh, agency who could deliver it here in the States. Fine. I, I don't know. That's just a thought. So. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, but you could do a speech on you know what Mongolian horses can take you about mm-hmm. and teach you about making money or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, and 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 you know. Give that presentation, show the pictures, and, and invite them to come mm-hmm. to your retreat. So that that could be a thing. But but the problem is is that we're starting out by saying, how can I use speaking, whereas you should be starting out by saying, how can I grow my business? Exactly, and, I agree. Um, and, and so, yes, we're on the topic of speaking. But if somebody has comes to me and says, JP, I know that my audience get together in groups and I believe that if I got in front of them, I could generate a lot more leads. So let's start with that person because mm-hmm. then it makes it makes complete sense for that person to be speaking. Sure. So the first thing I'm going to say is, you know, who's your target market? We'll figure out what meetings are they getting together for, who are the people that book those speeches, create a, a, a you know actual list and find out where those people are located. And if they're all sort of collected in one place, you can go and meet with all of them like in a – three or four day period of time, which is what I did that first blitz. Okay. What about the demo um, video and not to, and I'm not trying to cut you off, I just keep an eye on the clock on no, the no, demo no, no, video. No. If you if if you don't have that first speech, can you can you have someone do a demo video of you doing the speech? I know it's not quite the same thing, but I would say it would be better than not having anything. Uh, no, here's the deal. Or am I wrong? Or like you, I said, you in, need the demo in, three, in front of an in audience. Three hours in three hours I can get at least one speech booked in a local market, and hire a wedding videographer for eighty bucks to come out and shoot me. You know. Okay. So, so there's no excuse for not having a demo video. Oh no 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 no! That's not what I meant. I I totally say. I'm, my point was, if you have a demo video, is it an absolute requirement? I'm saying for a newbie that hasn't booked a speech yet, but ha- but does the demo video, but it. But obviously there wouldn't be 50 or 60. I mean, it would be, do you see what I'm saying? They don't have the speech, so they're not going to have that audience in there. Do you, that, that's my, my point. Did I lose you on I don't that? Understand. No, I, no okay. I don't understand. Okay, Why I'm brand new. I have not booked a speech yet, but I have the speech in my head. I'm going to set oh, well, the tripod. Well, you don't a demo video to book a local speech, though. Okay, I got you. But then when you do book the local speech, make sure you have a demo video done. I totally okay. Bingo. I got you. I got you. Yeah, and here's I, the secret: at the first speech, you record it and sell it at the second speech. Great, that's that's awesome. So, you know, I mean, and and you keep doing that until you get better. And when you when you finally, you know, like I could like to, by tomorrow, I could have a six or an eight. Part, well, you're a legend, JP. I mean, once you, once these guys actually, and that's, and that's one thing I do like about this model is that it seems to be once you do get a few under your belt, it becomes easier to get more. It, it's like anything else; that first step can be a bitch, but once you get past it, and if you're willing to uh, to do it, I, I just, I, I think, I just think, it's, I think it is a wonderful tactic. Oh, well, that's it just why opens the door for so many. Speaking on the association market, because if you speak um, at a national association meeting, you'll if you're good, okay, if you're good, you'll get yep. on average about 25 to 30 other bookings because they all that's, go to that's that a great. meeting. That's yeah. great. So that's, that's really why that's, you, that's you very want to cool to know right there. Yeah, yeah. You want to get on stages where your target audience is not only that can buy your stuff but that can book you for other speeches. 
So, um, yeah, and you want to learn how to work that audience and, and request, get them to request information so that you can start building a list off of it as well. I think that's awesome. Hey, take a few. I got. I think I got 11 minutes. Take take a few minutes and tell us what you're doing, where they can find you, um, and I'll try to put it down there in the block too. But give them your Facebook. I know you got a new thing going on. The people builders are. Um, you got about 10 minutes. Go ahead. To be you deserve it, man. You gave out a lot of great information tonight, <laughs> and uh, fill us oh, in. Oh yeah. What you're um, up to. So so here's the deal. I. You know, obviously, I'm a big believer in giving stuff. I don't have any link to sell anything right Neither now. Neither do I. So Neither I'll do just, I. Yeah, so I'm just going to give them a, a, a link that they can go and get on my list to get some cool stuff. Um, one place, if they're serious about their business, like, and if you fill out this form, it doesn't even ask for a name. If you fill out this form, you'll be on my list, and I'll make sure that everybody that registered on my list today gets some cool stuff about speaking because that's obviously you'll be getting a lot probably throughout the week jv because i get this show when we do it live we'll get uh, a few hundred three five i don't who knows i can't my switchboard okay i can't even tell but 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 within two within the next week to 10 days we'll probably have two thousand archives or so all right so tell them to go to jp maroney jp m-a-r-o-n-e-y maroney.com forward slash vents okay so jpmaroney.com forward slash Vince, and then you get on my list. And if you want to, I, lo- I mean, I'm a big guy on dialoguing and Facebook and stuff, so go to facebook.com forward slash jpmaroney, uh, okay. like my page, and just reach out to me there. I'll be glad to dialogue and chat. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm one of those weird guys that actually talks to people. So Yeah, I know. <laughs> And you're yeah. up like me. You're like a friggin' I, I mean, I get. I, I'm on graveyard. I, I own a restaurant down here, and I, I generally the only time I can get anything done is in the middle of the night. But uh, you don't sleep either, because I've I've chatted with you at five in the morning, three in the morning, two in the morning, and I'm thinking this guy's on my schedule. It's so nice, you know, because usually I'm just talking to Australians at that time of night. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you know what? Me, it, it's you been an honor. You... And you're in Florida. I want you to come down to my restaurant. If not, I'm going to bring Danny. We're going to take you out to dinner. You're down in Cocoa now, right? Yeah, we're Are over in Cocoa Co- Beach. Okay, yeah. we're not. She's down there in uh, uh, Coral Springs, and uh, which isn't too far. So I am doing that one of these days uh, soon. Um, she's got to drive. I told you, got the detached. Right? You know, never teach your nephew how to box when he's uh, about a foot taller than you. Put the left thumb in my eye and i unfortunately i got ratted out in vegas when i couldn't pass the eye test and uh, uh i can't see the left hook coming much less cars coming on the left side anymore so very difficult but uh we'll definitely definitely want to get together with you and um i really appreciate this this was great information and uh, guys uh check out uh com and check him out on facebook and um I really appreciate this, especially after you had a long uh, night in Orlando, I know. so. You bet, brother. Well, it's good to be with you, and uh, if I can help any way, let me know. Uh, but anyway, oh, I'll be in touch JP with Mar- you. I'll be in touch jpmaroney.com forward slash Vince. Yeah, if you, guys, if you guys forget the Vince, it's cool, but you can put my name in. That's fine, too. It does, it, it, but, again, um, I... I I, this was this was something I wanted I wanted to do for the for the listeners and there was actually a few questions I had as well because uh, there's no fear of speaking I've been doing the radio show I got offered an actual radio gig but it just it was the wrong hours and the pay sucked I didn't want to do it 
So I, I think it's a good transition for me. So, um, guys, as always, uh, thank you. The numbers have been incredible. Thank you for um, – I got a ton of you that want to get booked on the show. You know I'm picky, so I will go through everything. If I don't book you, it's not because there's anything wrong with you. It's just you got to be, the, you know, right fit for the audience. Um, but as always, uh, may you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. May you always remain forever young. And as always, stay legendary. Thanks to J.P. Maroney tonight. Check him out. And uh, truly, truly, guys, liberate yourself. This is a great, great tactic that you can parlay into a lot of money. And uh, JP's done it. So, like we said, once you, once it's been done, it can be done again. And uh, you owe it to you owe it to the world. If you got a message, shout it out. Peace and love. Good night.